Hi, and welcome to the Almost Perfect podcast. I'm Wendy, and I am almost perfect. Well, not quite. If you're a woman who's inundated with the things you need to do and the people you need to do those things for, if you're overwhelmed, or if you think you've started to lose your identity and don't recognise yourself anymore, then you're in the right place. You are beautiful. You are amazing. And you are enough. I'm going to help you see that in true Italian style. So come on in and let's have a chat. Good morning, good afternoon, or whenever it is that you're listening to this. Welcome to another um, almost perfect podcast. And this week, I'd love to know how you're doing. Would you say that you're in optimal health and vitality, or are you just getting through the challenging times the best you can? I've noticed that there's a frustrating sort of an underlying acceptance that many women have that when you ask them, how are you, they just say, okay, and um, yeah, fine, and that's enough, that they maybe shouldn't complain or want more from themselves, but, well, you know, that's life and we're women and we have to put up with that. Um, we should just feel good enough to be able to hold everything together and everyone else, and that's our job. And that really means that we often settle for just being okay. And that's actually been reinforced by the medical model too because um, we paper over the cracks and we manage our symptoms with medication. I know um, a lot of people these days are just can't get to see a doctor so they're just given out these tablets and whatever to to paper over the cracks really and and so you just can carry on getting on with whatever your daily life has to be and rather than looking at the causes they just treat the symptoms but what if or what if we do deserve more there's no what if about it what if we do deserve more than that and we really really do what if we could shift our mindset from surviving or feeling okay to actually thriving and really enjoying optimal health, even in challenging times like we are at the moment, so that we're fit, well and strong. And, and that's not just for our 30s, 40s and 50s, but when we're older as well. What could it mean? What could we do um, and for ourselves? And what would that mean for everyone else? The difference that it makes when we decide to choose optimal health, it can mean it's safe marriages. Sounds strange, but if you're touchy and feeling a bit stressed and whatever, the people that are close to us um, often get it in the neck. I'm not saying anything, <laughs> but it does. I know that we've been stuck in with our other other halves, maybe, if that's how you want to put it, our significant others, our husbands, our wives, the people that we share our lives with, or ch- our children, if you have those, our animals. So we are, we've been stuck with them for two years and they've been stuck with us, to be fair. And we probably have been a bit miserable. <laughs> Sometimes I, I'm talking from personal experience here. Optimal health can help us with our family life, put it that way, not just our marriage, but also creating more fulfilling careers so that we be, can become better leaders. We can have more joy and we can feel a lot happier in ourselves. We're living longer than ever these days and we want our bodies to stay well and healthy into those older years that we're we're heading towards. 
and we're going to have to do a bit more than just manage our symptoms. We can't rely on our health systems at the moment to keep us healthy, so it's really down to us. The medical system is brilliant at managing acute medical illnesses and life-saving things if you have an accident or you have to go into um, the emergency department. But many of the health services struggle to provide enough support for the chronic long-term conditions. So when we go in and um, we're not quite sure what's wrong or we don't feel ourselves, there's not an awful lot they can they can do apart from to, to prescribe things which like antidepressants and things like that, which, yeah, help. But in the long term, they don't. So I advocate treating the causes and not the symptoms. So the good news, the good news is it's never too late. It's never too late to sort out your health. And whether you want to improve your daily health, whether that's better mood, energy, sleep, uh, memory, digestion and weight and things like that, or you want to work on preventative measures to reduce the risk of disease, there's lots of things to consider. To start your journey towards optimal health, you need to look at your health in a, mm, say, holistic way. That includes your diet, your stress levels, your sleep, your exercise, the environment you live in, your mental well-being and the supplements that you take or don't take. So menopause is often a wake-up call. And for women, it's often the menopause transac transaction, transition <laughs> that provides the perfect opportunity and trigger to be more proactive. So that's why... Um, probably within our age group, um, that we see a lot more posts now about menopause and things like that, because um, we're free to uh, voice our opinions and, and talk about the problems and things that we are. Um, you see, my menopause brain has just lost the word. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, don't you? So 100 years ago, when the average age of menopause was 57, life expectancy for women was 58. So that meant that they didn't, us women didn't have much time to explore this change before our lives were over. Today, the average age for menopause is 51. Life expectancy is now 81. So that's 30 years left of our lives that we can still enjoy. So we have a huge opportunity to make these years count, to reach our potential and to enjoy ourselves and put ourselves first for once. But you can't do any of that to your fullest if you're not feeling fabulous. In fact, that's one of the reasons I've started doing what I'm doing. My personal mission is to help women in their 50s and above to overcome the feeling of not being enough. Is that all life's going to be? Everything's fine, but not living life with passion and sparkle. And we have 30 more years where we can spend having fun, doing the stuff we may have missed out on when we were younger and really, really doing stuff for ourselves. It's not, it's not selfish, far from it. We really do deserve to do the things we love. So whether or not you've reached menopause or experienced health challenges that may have triggered a moment of reflection like I have over the past, well, probably five years, I've come up with a few questions to ask yourself. No one else needs to know the answers, um, but you might want to spend some time journaling or just reflecting quietly on your responses. And when you become aware of your priorities, it's far easier to move into action, but you have to be honest. So promise me that. Okay, first question. How are you doing right now when it comes to health? 
Think about your ease of movement, any aches and pains, sleep, energy levels, digestion and susceptibility to colds and illnesses. Are you thriving or just surviving? Number two, what feels like your biggest priority right now? Pick one thing. Who could help you make a change to that? Is it a health professional, your GP, a coach, a friend or perhaps time to dig into some reading or research? Number three, what's your motivation for getting yourself to a place where you're thriving? Who are you going to be a role model for? Or what impact do you want to make with your time on the planet? Think about what excites you, inspires you, motivates you to take fantastic care of yourself. And then do it. These are some of the things that I have journaled on for a lot, um, a lot of time. And it's not, you don't get the answer straight away. Um, sometimes these things will change um, and then you'll realise something else has come up which is far more important and these are some of the things which actually I'm starting to do or I'm creating my retreats for 2023 yeah 2023 and these are some of the things that I'm going to be um, working on along with things like food um, and stuff like that but my first I believe my first retreat I'm just working on it now is going to be about how to take back control of things in your life and things that you want for yourself for the next few years to come so this is these questions really do help finding what you want first and then we'll find ways to to get you to where you want to be so I hope this has given you a bit of food for thought and in the next couple of weeks we're also going to be hearing from another special guest and that is the end of this podcast i hope you've enjoyed it and i'll see you again soon ciao